More than 20% of people in faith communities are survivors of childhood sexual abuse. But sadly, churches are often the last place a victim of abuse can find help and healing. I'm Kelly Downing, and my dream is a church where survivors like me and so many others can feel safe, be heard, and find healing. Until that happens, this is Survivor Sanctuary, a podcast for survivors of sexual abuse who are navigating the road to healing and for anyone who wants to be a part of the major heart renovation the church needs so that our faith communities can truly become sanctuaries for survivors. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Survivor Sanctuary. I'm happy to be back this week, happy to be feeling a little better than last week, and I'm hoping that today's episode is not going to result in multiple people texting me to make sure I'm not about to jump off a building. So last week, I was just pretty raw and pretty open about where I was at and how I was feeling Um, Because you know what? It's just reality. And I was commenting on a post today that I saw on Facebook, somebody that was nervous about posting something very raw about grief. And they were in the grieving process because it was just so real. And I was like, you know what? Grief is raw. It's ugly. There's nothing pretty and neat and tidy about it, you know, where you can just wrap it up in a little bow and make everybody happy. And I see those graceful grievers, I call them, on like Facebook all the time. And it's like they'll go through this horrible loss. And then the only thing you see are memes of inspirational quotes or scriptures. And it's great. You know, I'm glad if you can be at that point. But I feel like you got to know there's some raw, awful pain there. And personally, I don't think we should sugarcoat it because the reality of grief is that it's terrible, (laughs) like it just is. And hopefully we have God's grace to get through that, but it's not pretty. It's raw, it's emotional, it's angry, it's so many different emotions. And that's where I was last week. I'm I'm still kind of there, just a little less raw at this point. But I do want to thank everybody who listened to last week's episode and reached out to me. I got a lot of um, comments and direct messages from survivors and advocates and people who just wanted to make sure I was okay and to tell me that they were sorry. And if that was you, I appreciate you so much. And uh, quite a few people did reach out and it made me feel very loved and very supported. And I think that that's just really important. I definitely think that in the survivor community, it is important to have support and a group of people that have your back and they're there to lift you up when uh, nobody else might be. So you guys are amazing. And I just wanted to thank you for that, for kind of just holding me up last week. And uh, if you are a prayer, then I would ask that you continue to pray. Um, It's not something that in a week, you're fine. And still have a lot of questions. I still have a lot of emotion to work through. And so your prayers are appreciated. And I just wanted to say thank you because it is awesome. I mean, nobody wants to go through something terrible, but when they do and you see everybody being so supportive, it really is an amazing thing. And I appreciate you guys. 
Now, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know that I am doing a giveaway in honor of Christmas, and I'm excited to give a very special gift to one listener of Survivor Sanctuary. And if you will stay all the way to the end of the episode, you can find out how you can enter to win a Christmas gift from Survivor Sanctuary. Okay, so if you're listening to this episode in real time, when it airs on the 18th of December, 2019, then we are exactly one week away from Christmas Day. And if you're one of those people that gets super excited about Christmas, maybe you're filled up with joy and, you know, fingers crossed that's how you're feeling because that would make me very happy if you're feeling the holiday cheer right about now. But I know that for survivors of sexual abuse or any kind of abuse, the holidays can be a really difficult time. So in today's episode, I wanted to just give you some encouragement and maybe a couple of tips for staying sane during the holidays and navigating the stress that the holiday season brings, because it does. My goodness, you know, we're supposed to all be happy and filled with joy and glad tidings, but we also have to get our Christmas shopping done and our presents wrapped and the Christmas ham baked and all that stuff. And it ends up being pretty stressful. So stressful just for any old person, but when you are dealing with some of the after effects of sexual abuse, like anxiety or depression, or just a whole slew of things that survivors can face, that makes the stress of the holiday season even more. And I've seen some people in my own life who have been struggling. I've seen some people on Facebook who have been struggling a little bit. The holiday stress is getting to them. And I just wanted to remind everyone to make yourself a priority this holiday season. And if you kind of cringed at that and you think it sounds selfish, um, I totally get where you're coming from because I have definitely been there and still can be there in a lot of cases. I don't like to, I don't like to prioritize myself. It's, it's just, it's the truth. I'm a person who likes to make others happy and make sure everybody's taken care of. And that's just something that I do. And so when I think of like prioritizing myself, I immediately think that I would just be a selfish jerk if I made me number one. But honestly, I think it's really important for us to do just that. The holidays are stressful enough You're a survivor of sexual abuse who is navigating a lot of things that can make the holiday season even more stressful. So that's what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be about prioritizing yourself and keeping yourself on the road to healing this holiday season. So one of the ideas around Christmas is that no one should be alone for the holidays. And I will say, I agree with that to an extent, because being alone is not fun. It can be a little bit depressing if you're all by yourself. And so it kind of gets drilled into our heads that you need to be with your family, you need to be with specific people, and if you're not with them, you're not doing Christmas right. And while, you know, if you have a great family and everybody's super supportive and no one ever abused you, that's really a good thing. You know, be with your family, be around them. Unfortunately, for a lot of abuse survivors, some of the people that we would be spending the holiday season with can actually be pretty toxic to us. And it's unfortunate, but with abuse survivors, 90% of us 
knew our perpetrators, and many of them were family members in a lot of cases. And so that can make Christmas and other holidays even more difficult for you. So while I agree that you shouldn't be sitting all alone during the holidays, I feel like it's important for you to give yourself permission to not be around people that make you feel miserable, especially if those people are toxic and can kind of catapult you back into a dark place that you don't want to be. So I know that it seems a little weird, like, hey, hey, mom, hey, dad, I won't be here for Christmas. And that's not me. I love spending Christmas with with my parents. They're lovely. But that's not to say that there's no family in my life that I wouldn't enjoy spending the holidays with because some people can be abusive, whether it's verbally or physically or emotionally, and it just takes a toll on you. So I would say give yourself permission to spend your holiday with people who love you and support you and make you feel happy. It can be really good to change up that Christmas tradition. It can also be really hard. So hear me when I say that I don't think it's necessarily easy um, if your family is kind of toxic, but you've been with them every single Christmas since the beginning of time, and you don't know how you would get out of that without everybody being furious. Like I get that there are complications there, but at the forefront of your mind, I think for your sanity needs to be, what do I need this Christmas in order to stay on the path to healing, to not regress, to not add a lot of stress, fear, panic, anxiety, all those things into your life. And if one of those things that causes all that stress and fear and anxiety is people you have to spend the holidays with, maybe a great time to start a brand new tradition. So yeah, nobody ought to be all alone on Christmas unless the only alternative is to be with people who re-traumatize you because you definitely don't want that. So if you need to start a brand new Christmas tradition where you fly out into the middle of nowhere to sing with forest creatures frolicking in the snow instead of being with your toxic family, then maybe this would be a great year to start that. Not saying it'll be easy, but I think it's ingrained in us, like from the time that we're kids, that there are these certain specific things we have to do every single year. And a lot of them make us miserable. So maybe it's time to look at a few of those things. And yeah, you don't want to be re-traumatized this Christmas. So staying away from toxic people who make you miserable, always a great idea. So something that making yourself a priority this Christmas season will do for you is it's going to help you stay on the path toward healing. It's easy to kind of get sidetracked. And I am going to tell you right now, 100,000% guilty of this right now. Uh, Self-care and prioritizing Kelly has not really been happening much, especially in the last week um, where I've just kind of been thrown into this chaotic grief, sadness, weird lifeness. It's just everything's crazy right now. And so it's kind of easy to let your self-care routine fall by the wayside. And if you're saying, what self-care routine, Kelly, then we have a whole other thing to talk about. But it's a good idea in order to keep yourself kind of on the path toward healing and to not fall back into any old unhealthy patterns or behaviors or feelings. Making yourself a priority and working on self-care this Christmas 
is really going to help you stay on that healing path and keep moving forward. Nobody can fight every minute of every day to heal from sexual abuse. It's not possible. There are going to be times where you're actively doing something that's going to help with your healing process, whether it's going to see a therapist or it's journaling or maybe you do some kind of meditation, whatever it is that you do to work actively on your healing. It's not going to happen all the time. We kind of go through those ebbs and flows where sometimes we're doing more for ourselves, sometimes we're doing less. Nobody's saying that this Christmas you need to do six million things to help yourself heal from sexual abuse. It's just to kind of stay in the good place you're at if you're in a good place and not go backwards any. And self-care during the holidays especially is one of the things that's going to help ensure that you don't regress and you don't have to worry about losing any ground in this battle to heal from abuse. What are we doing again? We are making ourselves top priority. We got to learn to be selfish. I know it's hard and it seems self-centered, but it's honestly not Because when we are chaotic and crazy, it kind of makes everybody around us the same way. And you sort of feel like if I take care of everybody else, they're going to be happy. But if the person who's taking care of them is a hot mess, then nothing is working the way that it should. So making yourself a priority is not selfish. It is just what you need to do in order to not have a nervous breakdown, maybe during the holidays. So something that is a really good idea and that can be difficult during the holiday season is to keep with the same routine that you usually have. It's hard because you get days off. Maybe you're going out of town. So maybe there's something in your routine, though, that you can take with you wherever you go. Maybe you have some affirmations. You can make sure that you continue to do those every single day. Maybe you like to meditate uh, in the morning or in the evening or sometime during the day. Whatever those routines are that kind of help keep you sane during a normal week, try to keep those up during the holiday week as well because that's going to go a long way to helping you get through Christmas without feeling like you're going crazy. And I know for me, I'm one of those people that I don't like to do the same thing over and over and over again. Um, I, I just, I get bored with things and I need something new and exciting <laughs> to focus on, but I've learned something about myself. As much as I rail against routine because I don't like to do the same thing over and over again, I'm not really like a creature of habit. I mean, we all are to an extent, but I'm not a creature of habit in the way that some people are where they just have this very specific routine in order to their lives and that's how everything works. But I've noticed something about myself and that is that if I don't have a routine, I am miserable and anxiety is something that skyrockets for me if I don't have a structured routine. So it's kind of like a toddler who doesn't want to take a nap and they fight it and fight it and fight it and they're like literally like pulling their eyelids open with their fingernails just to keep from falling asleep. (laughs) They need sleep desperately, but they do not want it. But they're so much happier if they get it. That's kind of how I look at maintaining our routines uh, during the holiday season. We just tend to get off track, right, around Christmas. Like we can be eating healthy and only consuming kale and quinoa or whatever it is you eat when you're being healthy. Uh, And then Christmas comes and it's like, I'm having fudge for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There's just so much junk everywhere. I'm probably going to be eating it with you, but it may be a good idea to just not go completely crazy with uh, like the food and alcohol like some people do during the holiday season. So I'm obviously not going to tell you not to eat fudge this Christmas. This is not a podcast about dieting, 
But I will say, and I feel like science backs it up, when I get into an unhealthy eating pattern or I just indulge way too much during a holiday week like the one we've got coming up, that unhealthy eating can really exacerbate some of my struggles. And one of them is anxiety and there's depression and other health problems you may have. And it kind of is a mood killer. It really is when we just like inundate our bodies with junk. And I know, how dare I call Christmas fudge junk? It's delicious. I know that it is, and I will be eating it right along with you. But it's just a good idea to maybe try and stick not only to your normal routine, if you can maintain one during the Christmas week, but also your normal eating pattern. Unless your normal eating pattern is Big Macs for every meal, then you might want to consider changing that. Um, But you know what keeps your, your mood stable? It's a stable routine. Just like the toddler thing that I mentioned, it's something very simple, but it kind of keeps our minds at ease and keeps us feeling a little bit more stable. So we talked about being able to say no, and especially being able to say no to seeing family members who re-traumatize you during the holiday season. And that is all about having boundaries and maintaining those boundaries through the holiday season. I have a struggle with this. I like to say yes to everything because I don't want to disappoint people. And I, you know, if I can make somebody happy, I want to do it. And so if I'm invited to 2,600 Christmas parties, my first instinct is going to be, I just have to figure out how to make it all happen. But honestly, it's really important for us to know our own limitations and kind of make friends with your limitations. They're not a bad thing. And I find that when I just say no to stuff that just sounds terrible. And even sometimes some things that sound fun. If I know that it's going to stress me, I know that it's going to throw my routine out of whack and make me extra tired and that'll make me extra cranky, then maybe I say no to it, even if it sounds like something I might enjoy doing. Don't just do something because it's a tradition. You have the permission, and I feel like we should give ourselves the permission to listen to ourselves and pay attention to how we feel And respect that. We respect the feelings of other people, but we have trouble kind of doing that for ourselves. And if I get this feeling like I don't want to do this, then I feel selfish. But honestly, it might just be that my body knows it's at its limit and I cannot go to one more Christmas party or I will pull my hair out. So something else that is really important for us as survivors, and I mean, everyone needs it, but I feel like survivors especially, is support. Sometimes we just need to be able to reach out for help. Sometimes we just need to be able to have people around us who can support us through what can be a really, really stressful time. Like maybe you can't even be with your family this Christmas because one of them is your abuser and you're separated from them. Maybe you're going to be alone and you don't like that feeling. You need to know that you're supported. And there are so many people around who I believe are really willing to support us, but we have to ask for that help in a lot of cases. I kind of wish people would just magically show up and be like, hey, I'm here to support you. (laughs) And nobody had to ask me. But sometimes we just have to reach out for help. We just do. And it can be something as simple as just being able to vent with a friend about some things that are stressing you out. Or maybe it can be something that's a lot bigger than that. You might be going through something more difficult right now. But don't be afraid to ask people for help. And 
I will interject here, and I'm not just putting this plug in because I want you to join the Survivor Sanctuary Facebook group, but it is really great to have that community of people who, when somebody has a question, people jump on and they give their opinion and they give tips and tricks, and they're just people helping people. And so if you need somewhere to go and vent, like about your Aunt Ethel, whose house you don't want to be at this Christmas, but you're there because you feel obligated and you ignored 90% of what this podcast was about and you went anyway you know what? You can vent on the Survivor Sanctuary Facebook group and we will totally support you. And I love that about our our little community, our little growing community. Uh, People, we have each other's backs. And so that can be a place where maybe you can kind of help keep your sanity and you know that people are there with you. They've been through what you're going through. They get it. They're very supportive and accepting. So the way that you can join the Survivor Sanctuary Facebook group is to find it on Facebook. Just search Survivor Sanctuary and it's a private group. So you'll have to request to join and then I will make sure you're not a serial killer or a serial troller and I will let you into the group and then you can post and interact with other podcast listeners there. So nothing on this list of ways to kind of stay sane during the holiday season is really anything earth shattering. None of it is like new information that no one's ever heard before, this groundbreaking way to make it through Christmas. I just think that sometimes we need reminders. And I know that I need them in my own life because I get off track so easily. I want to blame like ADD or something. Uh, I just have a little bit of difficulty remembering, hey, this is what you need to do to prioritize yourself. You know, I'll, I'll just work, 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 work and do all this stuff and then realize, oh yeah, I haven't really you know, I haven't taken time to just sit for five minutes and work on my breathing. And that can be something that's pretty amazing. A breathing exercise, just kind of slowly in and slowly out. And that can help just relieve stress in and of itself. But I have trouble remembering, like make yourself a priority, Kelly, say no to things. Sometimes we just need that reminder. And so I wanted to give you that today. And I also wanted to say that I hope that you have an amazing Christmas. If that's the time you're listening to this podcast. I kind of feel sorry for the people who are listening to this in like May or June of next year, but if you're listening when it airs, it is almost Christmas. And I hope that you're going to make yourself a priority and that you're not going to worry about disappointing other people. And even if you are worried about it, that you're going to make yourself a priority anyway, because you're important. And that's something that I want to say the majority of survivors really tend to struggle with. We struggle with those issues of self-worth, and that makes us feel like we don't need to be prioritized because we don't feel like we're worthy of that. And so that's one of the reasons that I thought it was important to remind us that there's no reason for you to be completely stressed out this holiday season. If you need to tell everybody to just like go jump in the nearest ice frozen lake, not here in South Florida, because there's obviously no ice. But you know what, if there's something people are expecting of you that you just don't have the energy for, and you just want to take some time for yourself, just give yourself permission to make you a priority. I think that that is the best Christmas gift that you can give yourself this year and every single year is prioritize you. It's not selfish. It doesn't mean that you're going to stomp on other people or make their needs insignificant. It's that you are going to treat yourself with the same tenderness and care that you treat other people. And we really need that reminder 
a lot of times as survivors of abuse. I mean, we were abused. We were treated as though we didn't matter, that what happened to us didn't matter, that we were somebody else's to do with as they please. It gives you that sense of unworthiness, and it just does. It makes us feel like we're not a priority, and prioritizing us is wrong. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not, even though it's tough for us to believe that sometime. Your sanity is more important than getting all those Christmas presents wrapped. It's more important than making your Aunt Hilda happy by eating her Christmas fruitcake that you hate. Like your sanity is very important and especially as a survivor. You've got enough on your plate, you've got enough to deal with and nobody needs to be stressing you out this holiday season. But I will say everybody's going to try because it just seems to be what they do. Like it's just the holidays, they're stressful. But I hope that you will make yourself a priority and that you'll give yourself that gift this Christmas. Just the permission to stay sane and stay on the path to healing. There is one more gift I want to talk about, and that is a gift that I am giving away. And I'm giving it away because I asked for one for Christmas, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that somebody is going to get it for me. Um, don't know for sure, but it would be great. And that is a weighted blanket. I'm sure that you've heard of weighted blankets. They're blankets literally with like glass beads inside them or plastic beads inside them that uh, are weighted and they help to relieve anxiety. And I just really want one because I think that it can definitely not hurt. And I would like to see exactly how soothing that is. And doesn't it sound nice to curl up with a cup of hot cocoa and your weighted blanket and just shut out the noise of the world and just enjoy some peace this holiday season. So I am giving away a weighted blanket to one lucky listener of Survivor Sanctuary. Here is what you need to do. Join the Survivor Sanctuary Facebook group. You do need to be a part of that in order to have a chance to win. There is a post in there that is all about this weighted blanket and exactly what you need to do to win it. And one listener is going to have that. Maybe not in time for Christmas, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it's a possibility. You know how the mail is around this time of year, but one person is going to enjoy that weighted blanket. Just a little something to help keep you relaxed and at peace this holiday season. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of Survivor Sanctuary. I hope you have a really great Christmas and the week leading up to Christmas. Love you, prioritize you, be nice to you, and I'll catch you back here next time on Survivor Sanctuary. Thanks for listening to Survivor Sanctuary with me, Kelly Downing. If you found value in today's podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. Not only will it put a big smile on my face, more importantly, your reviews will help make it easier for other survivors and survivor advocates to find this podcast. Also, make sure you subscribe to Survivor Sanctuary wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. You can also join the conversation in our Survivor Sanctuary Facebook group. And for exclusive content, be sure to visit SurvivorSanctuary.com. Join me next time for another episode of Survivor Sanctuary. See you then.